We're shoulder to shoulder on those front lines. Brothers! Today we fight for all our brothers back home. Commence primary ignition. Welcome, welcome, all of you Ugnats and Jawas out there, and welcome back to Mando Talk. I am your host, as always, Caleb Keller, and this is yet again another week of doing uh, Star Wars Vision spoilers, but man, do we have a jam-packed show uh, to get to, and joining us, I mean, if you're over on YouTube, look at these goofballs, not goofballs, they look awesome. Rebel Scum Texan is joining us. What's up, man? Uh, I'm, I'm doing fantastic and I'm joined with, uh, with, uh, prototype Boba Fett over here tonight. Yeah. yeah. Good to be dead. <laughs> Dude, um, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Are, we are back and we are brothers. Um, anyway, that's enough of that. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, that's listen, all I had to say, we just thought we would throw you guys off. <laughs> me and Jacob are completely thrown was, off. We feel unprepared, but Jacob, how are yeah. you doing? No, first I want to say that was awesome. I love that. Did it for welcome. you, buddy. Did it for you, buddy. <laughs> and I, no, man, I mean, what did you do to get that hat? Did you have to hunt down a Wookiee? I did, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, met up with my favorite Trandoshan Bosk, and uh, we we went to this little remote island. Some Padawans died in the process, but oh. I mean, mm. I got me a Wookiee out of it. I'm just kidding. No, actually, my sister got that for me at Disney World about ten years ago. <laughs> Yeah, okay. it was a long time and, ago. And uh, the helmet I bought with a stimulus check because I'm a responsible adult. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, but speaking of purchasing Star Wars things, uh, mm-hmm. today, this morning, I went to an estate sale. Um, mm-hmm. I got there a whole hour before the doors opened, and I bought five 1999 Phantom Menace action figures still in the box. Wow. I That's pretty that. slick. And nice. They had a Jar Jar Binks with the little Comlink reader thing, Caleb, like we've talked about before. Still in the Dude, box. That's they awesome. had it. They had it marked for hundred and forty dollars. <laughs> I got it for twelve. Wow, that yeah, is no impressive. Yeah. That's a steal. Do we still have that thing? It was oh, a we good have day. it. We have it. We just don't have the. Uh, what's it called that Qui-Gon Com uses Link. Comlink there you go we yeah, don't have it I've, to play listen, the audio uh, I think I have two of them somewhere at their house yeah right. and they still work and they still work yeah so I need to get and a we, hold of one and we just have that to we have that bucket full of the little yeah, cards. I kept all my Comlink little reader they're, they're literally all in still. a box in my uh yeah. closet so, so that's he really has cool. them in his closet at home which is fantastic for me so that is pretty pretty but anyway cool. just wanted to share that up front and um we are just i'm just stoked that we've got our brothers back i'm glad that gavin and jacob are both here mm-hmm. again and we're just i mean i know we're ready to talk news and star wars but before we get into that i know i want to hear from jacob personally and see how jacob's been doing yeah jacob uh in terms of like this past week Oh yeah, just in the uh, week. It's been very tiring. <laughs> oh, I feel that, man. Yeah. Some hey, but at days... least we get to talk Star Wars now. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and just hang out, talk Absolutely. about something we love. Yeah, I, I do think that every single one of us here, and if you're here with us live, I'm assuming 
all of us love Star Wars. And shout out to Rural Farm Boy and Blue Harvest Bricks, who are up, both guys? in the chat. Uh, we love to see you. We appreciate it. But yeah, we do have a ton of Star Wars stuff to get to. And uh, without further ado, real quickly, though, as always, some plugs. Uh, follow us on social medias. I don't think I've made that plug in a hot minute. You know, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, at Mando Talk on all of those things. But also... I believe DJ, I don't know if it was a private message, but I got a Discord notification today about those collectibles that you received. I don't know if it was just to me or to the whole clan, but regardless, I'll use yeah. that as a plug to say, hey, come check out our Discord because we share stuff like that. Yes. And that link is in the description for those we of you very, that, that want to do that. I would say we are very uh, pro flaunt your Star Wars purchases in the Discord. <laughs> sure. Um, I mean, I just me, I did it today. I mean, I know I can't be the only one who's done it up to this point, but yes, discord, join us on discord. Very active yeah. over there. Yeah. And then last thing that I'll say then I guess is the YouTube, the tube, come check us out on that platform. If you haven't already, uh, subscribe to us. We're super close to that 100 sub goal. And, uh, I can't wait to finally approach that goal. I think it'll be pretty incredible once we do in fact, get to that number. And I think it's coming close. I think it's coming close. We just need yeah, your help. I, so share, share Mando talk, spread the word, and we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. All right. With all of those plugs down and out of the way, we do in fact need to get to some Star Wars news before we get to talk about visions. And the first bit of Star Wars news, if we're all locked, loaded, and ready to go, which I think we all are, is... Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales. Let's not forget about this thing. Uh, this show, this special, if you will, is coming to Disney Plus tomorrow. And in this past week, they did release a brand new poster. And um, yeah, let me just real quickly read the synopsis for maybe those of you out there that are still unfamiliar about exactly what this is. Because let's be honest, the marketing for it hasn't been as key and important as other shows that they put out there but here's the synopsis for lego star wars terrifying tales in lego star wars terrifying tales poe dameron and bb-8 crash land on the lava world of mustafar they soon find themselves on a journey inside darth vader's castle where they learn scary stories of the past and uncover a devious dark side plot now the question that i have in our notes to consider is obviously this is lego star wars it's not too serious so with that in mind how soon do we plan to catch this special uh let's start with dj foster himself what do you got i personally will watch it day one um i i'm one of the few people i feel like i've seen online who is a very vocal fan of poe dameron um i, I really think poe dameron's awesome i like poe dameron and the fact that he's kind of our central character to watch in this episode is going to be a lot of fun. And mm -hmm. I'm, I mean, we've talked about it a little bit. I'm really looking forward to our kind of this particular uh, potential what if type of scenario we're getting with Luke and Vader. And yeah. uh, then a little bit more Kylo Ren's always good for me. So I'm, I'm really stoked about, about that. Uh, and I'm going to watch it day one. Dude, I agree. I'm going to, I definitely plan on checking it out as soon as possible. Uh, tomorrow is my plan. Gavin, what about you? I mean, for me, it's always going back to whenever I was a kid, me and my dad would watch those uh, Yoda Chronicles. Okay, and those cool. were some of the funniest like shows in the entire world. I mean, to this day, we will laugh at every joke that is on them. Are those on Disney Plus? Uh, I don't know, but we have the okay. discs. 
So, oh, I mean, DVDs. Wow. yeah, I didn't know that. So we'll watch those from time to time. But I mean, most of these are pretty good. The, uh, the Christmas special with Ray and BB-8 was pretty good. So, I mean, yeah. I, I'm yeah. expecting this to be pretty good, too. <laughs> OK, I think so, too. I think it'll be lighthearted and fun. And, and like DJ said, I like yeah. the what if scenario that the trailer has been teasing recently. What about you, Jacob? How much has this even been on your radar? I've never watched any of the Star Wars Lego. Oh no! Okay, things. Hey, before. that's that's all good, man. <laughs> you know, we got that. variety on the show. That's what makes us special. But they, do you want to see this though? Like, are you interested? Are they good? Oh, I love <laughs> they them. Are, they are. They're great. Yeah, I love them. Okay. Okay. They're very clearly give it a watch. children. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. They're definitely targeted toward children, but yeah. mm -hmm. uh, people like us, I still think we can get some things out of it, especially when it's got stuff about dark side and and scary stories and Mustafar, Darth Vader's <laughs> castle, like all of that stuff gets me uh, super excited. But I just wanted to real quickly kind of gauge where we were. You know, we are the Star Wars sweaties, the nerds. And I wanted to make yes, sure that yes. us as the sweaty and nerds were actually excited for this thing because, you know, not a oh. lot of people uh, have been at least discussing it because we have so much other good, gracious, good, golly, good stuff to eat up right now. Uh, so, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Any other Sydney thoughts Cass on Lego terrifying tales? No, but Sydney Casper is jumping in the chat saying she likes our mugs. We like our mugs too. Thank <laughs> yes. you. Dude, I like them here. I like them too. Okay. Next up on the news piece, we've got some big news here. Diego Luna speaks. Diego Luna sat down with Deadline and shared some interesting quotes about the upcoming 12 episode series of Andor. That little line was snuck into this deadline article. I'm not 100% sure if we've gotten confirmation of that before. I want to say, I feel like we have heard that 12 episode number before, but regardless, it's confirmed in this deadline article that it is going to be, in fact, 12 episodes for the Andor series. Now, I want to read his specific quotes, and then I'll open it up to the panel, open it up to the floor uh, to share their thoughts. The first quote is, You'll definitely see familiar faces. I can tell you about this project like no other because I can't spoil the ending if you've seen Star Wars Rogue One already. No matter what I say, I can't ruin the ending. That was the big first uh, quote. Second quote. To be honest, it's been such a blessing to do this job and to do it under these circumstances. I had the chance to work with a team that I couldn't be more proud of and admire more. It's a hardcore moment to be out there shooting, and we really, or we were really lucky. We're done with the shooting now and getting it ready for audiences to see. All right, that was the second key quote. And then the third and final key quote, while I can't say much, what I can tell you is that the experience was literally a transformation for me. It's something that I really wanted to do and that I thought I was not going to be able to do. I'm more than happy so obviously diego is super stoked to be back in this role and i'm super stoked to in fact eventually see this series uh let's open it up here with jacob what do you make of hearing those three quotes what really stood out to you as we were as i was reading those quotes from diego luna hmm. okay so first i automatically went to trying to guess which familiar faces we're gonna see agreed um i think we'll probably see k2so um 
You'd think made. So. Mm-hmm. What you think that's yeah. Alan Tudyk, the actor or the voice actor and portrayal, he was the actor mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Has has come out to say that he's not in season one. Now we don't know if that's a misdirect or not. Could yeah. very well be a misdirect. Yeah. You never know. But it, it did kind of seem like he was being legit. Hmm. But who knows? Yeah. We could. We could. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the familiar face that is most likely to be seen. However, mm-hmm. that third quote is something I want to focus on for just a second, where he says, okay. um, he said, uh, while I can't say much, what I can tell you is it's an experience that was a transformation for him. And he also mentioned it's something he really wanted to do. And I, I believe that is a hint because in previous interviews, Diego Luna has said, uh, after, especially during Rogue One's, um, oh, what is it called when they go out on the road to talk to all the news people? Press uh, tour. I, Yes, on the press tour for Rogue One, he says, someone asked him, what's one character in Star Wars you'd like to meet um, that you haven't met? And he okay. says, oh, Jabba. I want to meet Jabba Ooh. the Hutt. And I never he, heard that quote. He follows that up with, I want to touch Jabba, which I think is kind of weird. But <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I mean, and I get it because, yeah, if you can meet somebody in Star Wars, who would it be? You meet Jabba the Hutt, you bring back something that's so iconic. And let's not forget, Book of Boba Fett was teased to us at the end of Mandalorian Season 2, where none other than, well, technically it was Bib Fortuna's palace, but it's Jabba's palace. Yeah. And it's not that hard to just, all right, we've already got the set, we've got the volume, let's just throw Jabba in there, and let's have something, you know, and we've already gotten some teases about Book of Boba Fett going back in time, and I think it just makes sense, hey, share the set for a day. And, um, you know, let Jabba be there. So I'm hoping one of those familiar faces is Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. And okay. that's what I would really personally like to see. Let Diego Luna fulfill that dream of his along with let's bring back puppet Jabba the Hutt. It'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. I want to throw a name out there as far as I think this is probably going to be a very easily and if not already confirmed, I feel like this may be confirmed already. But Mon Mothma, uh, that actress, I believe there was a report that she was signed on. Uh, to be in this show so i fully expect to see her that's a familiar face potentially oh why am i blanking on his name bail bail organa potentially him um uh do we see vader i don't know i mean it's possible it makes sense we could but who knows gavin gavin what are your thoughts on uh diego luna and just potentially Andor? what what this series means to you I mean, honestly, I've been really looking forward to it. I really liked his character within Rogue One. Like, I, I really liked his character. He was, yeah. he, to me, he had the best character development. And that's really weird to say because the main character, Jen, Jen had a, such a good character, like, mm-hmm. storyline-wise from beginning to end. But uh, Andor had a really cool, um, he was, like, the median for, like, uh, K2SO being the com- comedy and then Jen Arso being the absolute, like, I'm going to go through with this. Just, just her yeah. entire attitude. And and uh, I feel like if they're going to do this show and it's going to be in 12 episodes, it's going to be a lot like Mando. But mm. I want them to have more elements of stuff from like uh, Solo. Because like that train part in Solo, whenever they're on the, the that monorail, I feel like if they added stuff like that with Andor, it would be really cool. That's just mm. that's going yeah. through my head. No, I agree. I think, I don't know. I. I don't want to say something that's completely wrong, but I want to say at some point 
people have thrown out the genre of like a spy mm-hmm. kind of vibe yes, with Andor. espionage and, and things yeah. like that are supposed to be all over the place. Yeah, so I could very much see that go down. Now, that does kind of transition to maybe the question that I had here in their notes is how do we feel about this series being the longest live action series to date with 12 episodes? For me personally, that excites me because I think there's a lot to this Andor character to dive into i mean tons of background things that are out there and this time frame of the galaxy yeah it feels like we've explored it a lot but there's so much more and you know something i'm really excited for is i hope they make the rebel alliance look a little dirty in this series like give it a little twist a little bit and just kind of show how ugly war can get Mm -hmm. jacob what do you think yeah i want to see that I want to see that too. My bad there, DJ. <laughs> Go, ahead. Go ahead. You're good. You're good. Yeah. I, I mean, I totally want to see like uh, the intelligence, like espionage, uh, sabotage, kind of uh, facet of the rising conflict during this time mm. between the Empire and these different uh, groups of people that are like starting to form a rebellion. Yeah, I want to see that. It'd be cool. Okay, any well, final with, thoughts from the Foster crew over there? I was just going to throw in that Rebels is one side of the rebellion where it was very lighthearted. They made, you know, supply mission until runs. The end. Yeah, pretty much mm-hmm. until the end. It was all supply <laughs> mission runs. And to think that Andor could be the flip side to that coin makes sense. And I'm kind of with you, Jacob, on that. And, and Caleb, you too. Let it get dirty. Let it be mm-hmm. kind of gritty and kind of real. You got anything you want to add on that? No. All right. We're good over here. That's all we got. All right. Fair enough. um, One more thing I want to say is uh, the way that he said that he can't spoil the ending Mm -hmm. sounds to me like it'll all tie in to Rogue One a lot. Hmm. Well, that's if we only get one season. Is this just a limited series or we we've been we've been already told we're getting a season two, haven't we? Well, Alan Tudyk saying that his character is planned to come in in a later season makes you think okay, if season one's successful, they will green light further seasons. Right. So it seems like they have that as an opening uh, if it's successful. But I do kind of have a feeling that it also does come to a conclusion itself, though, in the fact that if they don't feel like they should do a second season, it still feels like the story was told. Mm. Okay, that, that works for me. Okay. Sweet, sweet. All things Star Wars works for me, baby. <laughs> Always. <laughs> All right, let's get to that n- next news piece here. We've got uh, Star Wars Galaxy of Sounds. This thing kind of sneaked up on us. Star Wars Galaxy of Sounds is now streaming on Disney+. Plus. Now, for me personally, just to share my experience, I was typing the show notes. I was getting everything ready yesterday, last night. And in the background, I was watching and listening to Galaxy, Galaxy of Sounds And I got to say, I was pretty enamored. Like I was feeling it. It helped me as far as getting those notes typed up and put on put on screen there. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, Now, here is, I guess, the official again synopsis for all of those listeners out there that are not fully aware of what this is. Star Wars Galaxy of Sounds explores the ambiance of a galaxy far, far away through the themes such as wonder, excitement, oddities and more. Be immersed in the hum of Coruscant at golden hour. Listen to the light side of the force as Ray connects to past Jedi and observe booming lightsaber duels. Experience the nostalgic sounds of Star Wars from across 
the franchise. Now, these are like, what, seven minutes a piece. Uh, and I think when me and you, DJ, kind of talked about this project being out there, I want to say I kind of predicted that it you would be it. an ambiance kind of setup where it's something you throw on in the background while you're just trying to get in your Star Wars vibes. Yeah. And I love this thing, man. I, I foresee myself playing this many Wednesday nights when I'm getting show notes ready for Mando talk. Yeah, I was a little like, okay, so first of all, anything new Star Wars is good for me. I just want to throw that out there. However, on that episode, when we first found out about Galaxy of Sounds, I was like, oh, I really hope this is like a behind the scenes with interviews with like Matt Wood and Ben Burt. Like that would have made me so stoked. However, even though it wasn't that, you're right. Like it it mellowed me out almost kind of like, I felt like I was listening to like lo-fi music. It was very strange, like as I'm watching it and seeing, I mean, the description for the show is literally what it is. I mean, it could not be a more perfect spot on description. Yeah. So as you're sitting there watching it and you're just kind of soaking in all the sounds, it's amazing. I don't remember which episode of those five or six it was, but there's a sequence where they just throw in all the lightsabers. Like it's like everything at once. (laughs) And they go from, it's that beeping of the elevator in Mandalorian season two's ending. Yes. And then it transitions to Luke coming out of the, yes. out of the elevator, slash him, and then boom, Rogue One Vader. And I was yes. like, they know, they, they did it on purpose. And yeah. I just, I, I got so stuck. I was watching it at home and God bless my wife sitting next to me, totally unaware of what I'm doing, has no, does, does not even care what I'm doing. <laughs> And that happens. And I go, oh, they did it. And she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and so I was like, sorry. Like, I got really excited about sure. it. it was, I was very stoked um, during that particular sequence. But all of it was very, like, relaxing. If, like, you want Star Wars to relax you, mm. Galaxy of Sounds is perfect for that. Yeah. No, I agree. And I agree with the rural farm boy in the chat. He said, need to use headphones yes. for galaxy of sounds. Absolutely. Uh, absolute truth there, my man. Uh, Gavin, have you had a chance to check this out or, or does this, is this something that, you know, you as a star Wars fan necessarily need or really check out? Well, specifically for me, I mean, y'all know from last, the last episode I was on here. Uh, I, I love music, especially in star Wars. And so seeing like, and it's not necessarily sounds like it's raining here right now and I'll sleep to rain sounds sometimes. And that just depends on whether or not I need a good night's sleep. Sure. <laughs> but we all need a good night's sleep. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah. like, I feel like maybe I could switch over to something like this based on what y'all are talking about. Yeah. So, it, it, it's perfect to like fall. And I love too, lo-fi yeah. music. So, I mean, that's, yeah. that's a given. Yeah, me too. No, it, it's good. I, there's that's some, there that. are some sounds though that made me want to run through a brick wall though. I will say that like there's Which some ones? that get you excited and get you pumped, but then there's oh, also awesome. some that, you know, <laughs> mellow you out. I think the one that got me pumped was the lightsaber one that you mentioned. Like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, let's go to war. It, let's go. It's lightsabers. I mean, I'm re- It's, it's a TikTok sound. I want to go to war with a lightsaber. <laughs> like it's kind of how I felt watching it. And, uh, yeah. at this, and I think that most people probably felt the same way when they watched it. Sure. And you probably, if you haven't watched it yet. What? Galaxy hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm calling you out. <laughs> well, I just, That's okay. I just found out about it today. I have so. a feeling that Jacob hasn't seen it either. No, he's shaking we know, his head. We no. know, we know why they're they're here tonight. They're yeah, here we know. to talk. Oh, we, we know. Yeah. The listeners know. Everybody knows. They're yeah, here to talk absolutely. about vis- visions and anime and all that good stuff. 
But All right, Jacob, do you have any thoughts on it, though, of Galaxy of Sounds? Is this, like, ambient music or... No, it's more it... so ambient Star Wars So it's like the sounds. scores. It's like yeah, the it's scores? There's no scores. No, okay. No, it's so all it's just, just sound like effects. Yeah. Sound effects. Yes. But yeah. put in a ambient... Yeah. Um, Mood. Setting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, really cool. So there's just, like, there isn't, like melody no is there no it's just background like like, it's like the... whale noise <laughs> okay yeah like is it like that like, uh, you just said it's like, like whale if it's noises. the dune sea then it would be like uh banthas you know yes yes 100 percent. yes that's exactly what it would be Facts. i think my favorite one if they had something like that would be like uh the force move of indoor but with the uh Sounds of the speeder bikes through the that's woods. That's in there. That's spots. in there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. it's in okay. there. Spots. Okay. <laughs> Just it, check it, it once out. Once you guys. watch it, you'll know. You'll know. <laughs> it, if you're if you're listening or watching, and you haven't done yourself the favor of listening or watching Galaxy of Sounds, you need to because it's one of those things. It's like, oh, perfect. You you need it to maybe go to sleep. I did it today at work. I was had it on my other screen working and typing out different stuff, and I had it yeah. playing, and I was like. I am so relaxed and concentrated right now. I feel like yeah. I can write a book. Admittedly, I was able to get through the show notes in, in record time, if I'm being completely honest. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Speaking of books, Ooh, our next let's, news piece. Let's get Did you guys see Paul Blart go by man. on a segue? Dude, that, that was, was a great segue. It was great. I mean, it was incredible. <laughs> Uh, the book of Boba Gavin's Fett drops got his that, first uh, poster. He, he Gavin's it. got that that look of man. My that is my mother. favorite. How do you how do you not make that joke? Why would you it's make perfect. that joke? No, no, we're moving on. All I'm right, gonna, let's I'll, move on. I'm gonna take this piece if that's okay, okay with you. That's man. fine with the, me, man. The book of Boba Fett <laughs> drops its first poster and reveals that the series will begin streaming on D December 29th on Disney Plus. Where else are you gonna find? fantastic Boba Fett content sure. maybe in legends but specifically live action on Disney plus so uh current official synopsis so I'm just going to run it down for us real quick the book of Boba Fett is a thrilling Star Wars adventure finds legendary bounty hunter Boba Fett and mercenary Fennec Shan navigating the galaxy's underworld when they return to the sands of Tatooine to stake their claim on the territory once ruled by Jabba the Hutt and his crime syndicate fantastic i mean as far as that i could see that in yellow letters scrolling up a, a starry background <laughs> oh yeah i mean perfectly Absolutely. And, and when we think about boba fett you know and that image says it all i mean he looks incredible i mean mm -hmm. him sitting atop that throne and i want to also point out that his finger is on the trigger yes like, it is <laughs> he, he's like i'm aware of who i am and i'm aware of what might happen it's fantastic so as we're looking at this, what are our thoughts on the poster? I want to hit Jacob up first. I think, Jacob, we need to hear what you have to say about Boba Fett. And before I do that, uh, Rural Farm Board told you to watch out because the Mandalorian's right behind you and he might sneak up on you. So be <laughs> <Right>? careful. <laughs> um, no, but anyway, uh, what do you think about the Book of Boba Fett and what we've got uh, so far from this, this image? Man, um, it looks like so much of who his character is, you know, um, what more can I say? You know, yeah. <laughs> it looks so much like, um, who Boba Fett is. Um, he's in, 
You know, literally, just, what can more can I say? <laughs> well, I'll just say. He's totally speechless. I love it. Weirdly well, enough. Yeah, I'll be honest. When I saw that poster, I was a little speechless. I was like, yeah. oh, my goodness. This is totally random. And it looks I good, wasn't, too. I was not expecting this. It's a great shot. And admittedly, I mean, there's not a ton to take away, but it still gives you those chills and those feels that Boba Fett is coming the Boba Fett that we saw destroy Stormtrooper helmets is coming, and we're going to see a full series focused and in on him wrecking havoc. Oh, yeah. Is that, <laughs> is that poster a photo, or is it, like, painted by somebody? Uh, that's a good it question. Looks, it looks like a, an artist, you know, pencil-type drawing, mm -hmm. but it looks like a okay. portrait. I mean, you awesome. never know. I mean, you never know these things. They can do just about anything to make these things look legit. Well, Gavin, what did you have to say uh, about it? To me, that poster kind of reminds me of how, like, the difference between Boba Fett and the original trilogy and now, it's, it's, it's really different. I mean, of course, they're different actors, but, like, you see him from, like, a skinny perspective, and now he's kind of bigger, and now he's on the throne. To me, that's kind of like uh, Thor from, like, uh, Avengers all the way to the last movie. Uh, uh, where he's like big so like you're saying like he's big but he can still like chop you in half of an axe yes yes <laughs> or like, a weed eater or a weed eater <laughs> what? what that's what, what is that? the, that's what his cloth that his his weapon in the mandalorian season two always reminds me of is a weed oh. eater oh the uh, oh gaffy stick yes, yes the gaffy i stick. was like what are you talking about i was I thought you would get that reference, man. We've talked about that before. I did. I, I, did. I just forgot. I was like, we're talking about Thor. What do you mean? It looks no, like okay, it's look, man. Obviously, axe. look, Blue Harvest Bricks knows it. We're rednecks. We hit people with weed eaters around here. Uh -huh. I mean, you might. <laughs> you keep that up there by that Mason-Dixon line. You can keep that. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Book of Boba Fett is going to be fantastic. Now, what are our thoughts on this December 29th uh, release date? 100% uh, in response to Hawkeye. Uh, Hawk, Hawkeye, 100%. Uh, yeah. Because I think that I still think they're not ready to stack new Marvel and and Star Wars content <laughs> on Disney+. Plus. I don't think they're ready to have them releasing simultaneously yet. Now, the world I, can't handle it. No, it can't. It, it can't. can't. <laughs> it cannot at all. And I think right now, while Disney+, Plus is still slowly trying to take that number one streaming platform spot away from Netflix. I think they want to stagger the releases to continue to make people want to come yeah. over if they have not. Th those are just my thoughts. That's why, that's why I think we're getting that release date. I will say, you know, I, I probably would have been bummed had I heard about this without getting a poster but once i saw the poster and it said december 29th i was like okay it doesn't matter it looks cool i can't wait to see it whenever we actually get to see it those are my thoughts on it what do you have to say gavin uh just about it coming out or yeah what about or... the release date and not to mention you've got oh. some friends in the chat yeah david thanks for dropping in man i didn't even send a link to you i'm glad you're here wow thanks. just didn't even send a link well thanks I david my i didn't yeah well but... wait Thank you, David, uh, for being here, and a shout out to the Brewer High School drumline, because uh, I know that's why you're here. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, as far as the 29th go, uh, the date goes, it's it's basically New Year's. I mean, right. rock in the New Year with some it's new a, Boba Fett. It's a December 29th, right? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's basically. New I mean, that's a good Christmas gift. It's I mean, late. It is. It's a little oh, late, yeah. but I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> 
if your parents don't get you anything, just ask for Disney, Disney Plus. So, I mean, it's worth it. Absolutely. Well, Jacob, what are your thoughts? Mm. What can't are your wait thoughts? to see it. Can't wait to see it. <laughs> yeah, I can't either. Well, then we've got this final little thought here. Does this post-release change our opinion on what when we could see a trailer? Um, and for me, you know, and you're right, Caleb, in our show notes, you said those two things usually coincide together. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with just it's still coming out Disney Plus Day. What do you think, yeah. Kevin? Um, when do they get that trailer? Oh, yeah. We, since we talked about it last week, that's all I could think about for a while. Well, I'm not just, even joking. It's just like the trailers, just things we're going to get in so, the future. But I'm do just you have excited. an idea? Like, do you, have, do you think it's going to affect how and when the trailer is going to come out? Or do you think it's going to come out on Disney Plus Day like we previously speculated? Yeah, Disney, Disney okay. Plus Day for sure. So we're on the same page over here. What about you guys? I'm the same way. I, I, t- like I said, typically these, do, these two things do go together. But I think that that was just a, okay, here's the release date kind of announcement. And that was it. Uh, I do think we're not going to get a trailer for Boba until Disney Plus Day. And admittedly, again, I think I have voiced it before that I wanted a trailer before then, but I am okay with it now that I got this poster because that just it it got me going enough to feel like I can wait until November 12th on that Disney Plus Day. What about you? Not legends. Fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough. Okay. We've got one other final news piece to hit before we get to our Star Wars Visions discussion. Uh, But like I've said previously in the past, please let us know what you think of all of these news pieces we've hit so so far. And specifically, let us know what you thought of that Book of Boba Fett first uh, poster, if you will, and first look of Boba in the Book of Boba Fett. Let us know what you thought of it. Let us know what you think of the December 29th uh, release date. We would love to hear your opinions. But kind of along that same thread is our next news piece about the upcoming year for Star Wars. And from the Hollywood Reporter, it was revealed that Lucasfilm plans to release 11 shows on Disney Plus in the next few years beginning with obviously the book of boba fett they're counting that as part of those 11 here's the direct quote from the hollywood reporter article it says the book of boba fett will be the second live action star wars series to debut on disney plus the streamer also has a limited series centered on obi-wan kenobi in the works along with two other mandalorian spinoffs ahsoka and rangers of the new republic all told Disney plans to air 11 Star Wars series in the next several years. Now, I want to pause there for a brief moment. A couple, actually not a couple, a few months ago in a Hollywood Reporter article, it was mentioned that Rangers of the New Republic is no longer in production. But here in this new Hollywood Reporter article, it's including it in the list of upcoming Mandalorian spinoffs. I don't know if there's something there. I don't know if I'm reading too much in between the lines, but maybe Hollywood Reporter is getting word that that project is back in production slowly and steady. And when I say production, I don't mean shooting. I just mean like right. rewriting the script potentially uh, for yeah. all the things that that went down with that that spinoff. But anyway, 
real quickly, I'll, I'll share my thoughts before I open it up to everybody. I personally think, I put it in the notes, I expect 2022 for Star Wars to be very much so like Marvel was this past year on Disney+. Plus. Like, what I'm thinking is that the Book of Boba Fett's going to wrap up in February. Andor Kenobi will run from March to July. The Bad Batch Season 2 from August to October, and then that'll get us ready for The Mandalorian Season 3 uh, to finish out the year. Like, it's going to be from start to finish in my opinion opinion of star wars shows on disney plus i'll go ahead and pause there first of all uh let's go with jacob first what do you think of the amount of shows that lucasfilm is currently planning to release on disney plus that is a lot that is a lot (laughs) that's a lot all at once that we hear about uh you know just dropped on us you said 11 shows in the next few years yeah, correct that's a lot um still yeah definitely a lot it better get busy get some creatives <laughs> get some creative people on that because oh yeah. they got them they got them <laughs> all right dj what do you think i'm gonna kick it over to gavin actually okay. so with a lot of these new shows like the only ones i really want to talk about are one ahsoka Go Ahsoka. He's repping the shirt um, again. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> Rangers of the New Republic. See, I, I originally, whenever I saw, saw that and I saw like the Acolyte uh, like mm. logo, when I saw those, those looked extremely interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, after watching uh, Mando part two or chapter two, whatever you want to call it, um, after watching that, it really reminded me of whenever they were in the like ice planet. I don't remember where that was with all the spiders, that weird, creepy episode. Um, yeah, they had that uh, X-wing guys come in, uh, those Rangers, mm-hmm. and those, and I feel like that's kind of the kind of show we're gonna get is those kind of guys, Rangers of the New Republic, because I, because in my, I mean, in my mind, I feel like New Republic is after Episode Six, and so that's what I'm assuming yeah. that's what, what that's gonna be like. Yeah, yeah, I think it's been confirmed to take place after Episode Six, but back to what you said a second ago, Caleb, about it was once said, hey, it's not happening, and now that the Hollywood reporter again is saying, Hey, it's still, you know, they're still working on it. You know, for me, it makes the most sense to bring in one of those two guys. Like you said, of course, Mm -hmm. one of those guys was none other than Dave Filoni, Mm -hmm. but um, the other guy, I don't remember the actor's name. I think his first name is Paul, if I remember correctly, but um, anyway, he's from a TV show called Kim's convenience. And they brought Mm -hmm. him in to do Mandalorian season two. And what's crazy is he was the first voice we heard in the first uh, trailer for season two last year Mm -hmm. that um, Razorcrest stand down. It's that guy. And it's kind of hard not to hear that and not think, man, I want to see some more X-Wings and some things like that. And I think he would be the perfect person within the Mando verse to go ahead and say, hey, yeah, let's go ahead and throw this guy in there and give him a TV show. If not him. I'd like to see Aiden Versio from Battlefront 2's gameplay and make a transition over because that actress whose name I cannot pronounce for the life of me, um, (laughs) it's it's Gina or something like that, but I can't say her last name. I just, I I cannot pronounce it. Uh, Shout out to Royal Farmboy real quick. He said, uh, answering my question about the planet, Maldo Kreis or Maldo Kreis. And uh, just because all my friends are telling me to yell it, I'm going to just shout Duke really quick. Duke! <laughs> You're welcome. Paul Paul Sun Hung Hung Lee is the actor for who played in uh the, one of the X-Wing pilots. That name okay. is way too confusing. But uh <laughs> anyway, as far as that goes, I would love to see Aiden Versio make that jump over. That would be my preferred 
uh, person. But if it's not her, then Paul, go ahead, do your thing. And that's great. So, you know, as far as 11 shows go, I feel like when we first heard the number of shows last year at Disney, at the Disney investors day, that it was going to be like way more live action and animated content. And some of those shows have been the fly throughs and biomes and now Mm -hmm. galaxy of sounds. So with that happening, it's just one of those things that I think, okay, we're not getting TV shows. We're just getting content. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a difference there. Well, I do think though, that with this article, I think they are implying legit TV shows. But you, you could be right, though. You, you. I mean, I, mean I, I see it just like how we've been getting these random little things, and they're fun, okay. but they're not like something that builds the world. It's stuff I've already seen, okay. just in a different, from like a helicopter, basically. Sure. That's all it is. Sure. But anyway, that we'll I mean, if it's eleven more, great. I'm fine with it. Just give me the Star Wars content because yes, either way, please. I'm gonna watch it, and I expect 2022 to be either. the year of Star Wars. I mean. Oh yeah. It'll be the, it'll be the next 1977, you know, yeah. that's what it'll be. Yeah. It's going to be a big year for Dang. star Wars this upcoming year. And it's going to be a big next several years, according to this Hollywood reporter article, that's indicating that they will be releasing more and more star Wars shows on that platform. And rightfully so, because it's been extremely successful. Uh, it's launched that streaming platform to a very successful number two in the world at this point, as far as streaming platforms go. So. If it's not number two, it's definitely number three. And it's it's crazy how fast Disney Plus has climbed that ladder. But what is also equally crazy is the fact that we got an anime Star Wars television show. And Let's go. <laughs> this week, we are going to do now our part two, and we're going to wrap up Star Wars Visions with episodes six through nine. And yes, we do have Jacob and Gavin, who are the anime experts. That is not myself or DJ. They're going to probably make me feel stupid whenever I say some things or make Same. me feel like I have no clue what I'm talking about. But nonetheless, let's do this no thing. Expert, Are man. y'all Gavin? I'm no expert, Gavin. I've just... seen like the tip yes. of the iceberg. Seriously. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Stop get... underselling yourself. <laughs> no, seriously. There's so much anime out there. Oh yeah, he's that I've wrong. just never seen. I don't even know about. You sure, know? sure, sure. But I do want to start this with our experts here. Uh, and again, those of you that haven't seen Vision six, episode six through nine, we are going to get into spoilers like here in the next 10 seconds. But if you don't care, then s- still stick around. You know, please, it's please all stay. good. Yes. Please stay with us. We're just going to have fun. But let me start with our expert, Gavin. Overall, what are your impressions on the last four episodes compared to our part one episodes that we looked at last week just what are your general thoughts on episode six through nine before we dive into these episode by episode honestly they and i mean i'm pretty sure everyone thought this as soon as they watched the last four episodes they probably weren't as good as the first five i'm probably i'm just going to come out and say that they probably weren't as good or what people were expecting for the first five um but i really enjoyed the tob1 episode and the elder was Mm -hmm. good it was a lot shorter than I wished it would have been, but it was good. Um, what was that one? Oh, Lopin Ocho. I loved Lopin Ocho, but that's mm. just me as more of the anime side of it. Um, I'm not sure if any, sorry, anyone else on here probably liked the Star Wars side of it, but I liked, I really liked the anime side. Um, and oh, the, the, the last episode and that one was oh yeah beautiful. Is yes. Lopin Ocho the one with the rabbit? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
and then <laughs> the Ak- Ak- Akikira. Oh, no. Is that is that what that last episode is? Sure. I couldn't yeah. pronounce that name. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that one, I just finished watching it for the second time. There wasn't really much of a huge takeaway from it. It was kind of just like a few chapters from a from a book you just read, mm-hmm. like at the end of the book, and then it just stopped. But we'll get into the actual like show parts now. If uh, when y'all wants to take it. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I just totally threw his mic across the room. You're good. Uh, no. Um, for me, my overall thoughts as far as these last few episodes go, you know, I wish I'd watched them like yesterday or today because uh-huh. my memory's kind of at this point. <laughs> but from what I from what I remember watching last week, um, I was so excited after our show last Thursday that I think I watched them the, the next day, like okay. that afternoon. And so I was like, yeah, I really want to finish these out. Um, I thought they were all great, but mm-hmm. I mean, I I say that I think they were all great as far as like style and everything else goes. But um, did y'all happen to hear that lightning bolt? Yeah, we did. Right it sounds like there's uh tie fighters blasting y'all or Dude, something. That actually like scared <laughs> me. I'm not going to lie. Cause it was like right here. There's a window right next to me on my left. And it yeah. was, it was loud. But anyway, if it shatters the window, we'll I know. will keep going. We'll, <laughs> I won't. I'm out. Um, no, but I'm just going to say, put it at this so we can move on to you guys. Uh, it was good. There were elements of a couple of them that I absolutely hated. <laughs> just gonna be real honest but um that's just how it goes sometimes what are you gonna do about it yeah what are you gonna do about it but anyway that's where i'm at we'll get into those here in just a second okay well my overall takeaway is like gavin i think the last four episodes here for me weren't as great compared to the first five and i'll use the word great because the first five episodes for me it was great i loved every single second of it uh i did feel like the intense not i don't know what word i'm looking for the mojo that it that it was rolling with kind of didn't keep up to par as far as continually to get bigger and bigger and bigger like those other episodes were doing but i still thoroughly enjoyed it don't get me wrong i i loved watching those again it is great to see anime star wars and i'll leave it at that and let me pass it to our final expert here what are your overall impressions of episode six through nine before we get into each episode i love the story of tov one and um uh, the Elder. I love the story of those two. Yeah. Uh, I loved the animation of T.O.B. One and what was the one? Uh, La Pinocho. Mm. Yeah, I love the animation of those. Yes. Um, just how free-flowing and uh, fluid T.O.B. One was and uh, La Pinocho, they just had like a retro anime look to them and i loved that it's a very cinematic style yeah that's the kind of animation that you get like out of uh you know older uh studio ghibli yes that's what i was saying yes old studio ghibli movies i know some of these things it's beautiful like my neighbor totoro has basically the same kind of animation to me it was also kind of like um uh your lie in april or um Mm -hmm. uh, i just watched this other one what was it called I'm going to have to remember. Y'all keep going. <laughs> well, remember. as far as these all have gone, you know, they've all been great animation. And I, I just really want to get into our, our, you know, before I want to hear what you want to say, Caleb, about the overall last few episodes, if you haven't already. No, but, I, yeah, I hit that. I hit that. Yeah. So then I think you were getting like, struck by a tie fire. I, wa- I when was. I was saying as that. soon as it happened, I was like, I got, I can't remember what I'm doing. Where am I? I think yeah. I got struck by lightning actually. No. Um, 
but let's just get into that first. What is yeah. the first one we're going to talk about tonight? That episode was six. Episode six. TOB1. Yeah. So what we'll do to drive these conversations, just like we did last week, is I'll share my big takeaways that I took as I was watching the episodes. And let's, in fact, go ahead and start with TOB1. And I can't lie, as soon as I read that or heard that, I kept thinking about Obi-Wan the whole time. Uh, But that was just me. Anyway, my big takeaways, I really liked the design of the Jedi killer i thought he was super cool looking Uh, i loved the battle sequence there that went down secondly i loved the force mythology content that we got in this episode like you know the visions or the connections that that uh tob1 kept having i loved those and all the graphics that we kind of got whenever they were dueling was great and i also loved the color lightning that was flashing in the background whenever Mm -hmm. they were dueling i thought that was beautiful and those are my top three takeaways uh for episode six tob1 and let's just open this up to jacob who is nodding in aggressive aggressively nodding to maybe agreeance with those things that i just (laughs) said so uh what do you think (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what, do, <laughs> what do you think, Jacob? Um, to those oh, yeah. not watching and those listening, we were all just now aggressively <laughs> shaking aggressively. our heads. <laughs> Aggressive. <laughs> no, um, I love the story in this one. Um, you know, I think it pretty clearly implied that this robot uh, had all of the memories of uh, this Jedi's Padawan uh built inside of him and that's why he was remembering being this jedi padawan and even had that aspiration um and you know he just starts to realize that and starts to awaken to the force as a robot um and brings life to this desolate planet you know yeah i knew you would uh, in, love that part. in memory of his master you know yeah and yeah yeah that was cool i really liked it i like that episode okay gavin what do you got so given that me and dj kind of talked about this episode before we got on here and i mean this was like a week ago yeah um well not exactly a week ago but a few a few days ago um we talked about how the man and the robot kind of resembled Pinocchio. Yeah. So mm. especially whenever it comes to him being an old man and him wanting to be a, a real Jedi, he wanted to be a real boy. And so in his dreams, he would be, literally become a Jedi. And then at the end of the episode, he was finally connected with the force enough, which is really weird. It's like he gained about 50 years of training in order to beat an inquisitor. It's legends. It's, it's legends. legends. So, <laughs> so yeah. it's just it was really cool to see that it was like 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 you said it was the uh them bringing life back uh, on there onto there to give like memory to his master and then mm-hmm. uh dj talked about um something about the ship within the oh show. yes it was a t-16 skyhopper i mean luke skywalker's um ship he plays with in his garage mm-hmm. at uh, Brew and Owen's house, you know, and actually in the, from 1997 up to now in the background in that scene, you can actually see Luke's T-16 Skyhopper kind of sitting in the background behind C-3PO through the doorway. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately it's not an attack of the clones. That would have been awesome if it did say it's still back there. But the fact that he had a T-16 Skyhopper, you know, was, I thought fantastic. And like Gavin said, it's just Pinocchio in star wars and uh-huh. but it's also anime and um you know i do like the the jedi killer at the end i'm not sure if it's an inquisitor or not um it definitely same looks concept 
Yeah, very similar concept. And this guy, especially in the style of the way he was animated. Yeah, and and this guy definitely, I mean, clearly heavily influenced by Darth Vader. But at the same time, (laughs) you know, I, I the only thing I really truly liked about this episode is when he goes around looking for um, something in, in different parts of the house and he ends up upstairs in this, what I call the map room. And there's these depictions of other star Wars moments yeah, all over the wall. I caught that. And, and my wife, she was, she got out her phone and started filming me watching it. Cause I pause it and I'm starting to like, look around. I'm like, that's general grievous. And that's Ahsoka. And that's clearly Anakin and Obi-Wan. And that's the Jedi temple. And that's, an, an homage to that one poster where all the X-Wings fly up past. And I'm just, I'm nerding out because I was so appreciative of what they put in the background. Mm-hmm. And I, I can yeah. honestly, I'm going to be real honest with you. I don't like this episode. Mm. This is one of those. I just thought I don't need this. Like, and I get that there's with anime, it's different because the animation styles in anime, it's, it's, it's an umbrella with all these different things underneath it. And so for me, I was just like, I don't need Astro Boy meets Pinocchio meets Star Wars. <laughs> I just, I didn't need that. So beyond the T-16 Skyhopper and the, um, I'm getting dark side. And sometimes we have to get dark side around here. Sure but, but, sure. but besides the T-16 Skyhopper and the map room, as I'm calling it, I, I just, I won't, I won't rewatch this episode. Uh, I just, I just, and I, I, I will. I, I'm glad you will. <laughs> I'm glad some of us will. But and and it's just not for me on this one, and that's that's just my hot take, I guess. Okay, I they, to, put it. to each their own. I mean, yeah. you like what you like. I yeah. mean, I was there. I was kind of there with you initially, but then when it when it started diving into the like I said, the mythology of it all and, and the the images and the animation, I was there for it. I, I enjoyed that story. Yeah. Any other final thoughts on Tob One? Well, but did oh, you? Oh, his get, name's like, Toby. Yeah, Toby, my bad. When I read, but, no, his name is Toby One, but I read it, I see Toby. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, right. I'm like, his okay. name's Toby. <laughs> but Toby, he was named the droid was named Toby One. But did y'all catch that? Uh, the Jedi Master he had a Padawan who was named Toby, who died, and that's why he made this robot named Toby One. I did not slim, catch that initially. Chances no. of me catching that, but I did. I do recall hearing and seeing uh, parts of this in the show. That's pretty incredible. I did. Yeah, I never would have caught that, which is also him breaking the Jedi code because now he has an attachment. Man, he's like the last one. It's Legends. (laughs) It's Legends. (laughs) You're right. You're right. That's my my line. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Gavin. Oh, Oh, man. man. Okay. All right. Well, overall, it seems like, you know, we have differing takes on this one, which is fine. But I, I think overall, it does have some cool elements uh, for us to go revisit, except maybe DJ. But anyway, except me, except anyway, me. let's get on to the next one. This next one uh, by far was my favorite of the last four. And that is uh, the elder. And it's funny enough. Uh, it's by far my favorite of the last four, but I didn't really have too many takeaways other than I liked the master and apprentice dynamic that was going on and this brotherhood that these two uh, were vibing with. It, mm-hmm. It's kind of like Qui-Gon, kind of like Obi-Wan, kind of like Obi-Wan and Anakin, just that master yes. apprentice uh, type <laughs> of vibe. Uh, and that's really all I all I took away from that episode. But I loved every single second of it. And I also loved 
the way that the elder uh, looked. Uh, any any other additional thoughts? Or I'll, I know there's additional thoughts. Let me open this up to outside my thoughts. <laughs> I'm going to go with, first of all, katana lightsabers all day. Dude, those sounds. That, that's freaking cool. The sounds yeah. on a lightsaber. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. I, I just so much about this episode I really, really enjoyed because it just it did so much that I, I appreciate because I, you know, being a child of the prequels, I, I really just look up to this master apprentice type of relationship. And this was giving me hardcore Qui-Gon Obi-Wan feels mm-hmm. via master and apprentice by Claudia Gray, the mm-hmm. novel which I cannot recommend enough. I mean, it's, it is by far the best Star Wars novel I've ever read. And I haven't read that many, but of the ones I've read, that is by far my favorite. And that, that really gave me all those kinds of feels, brought me back to my love for Phantom Menace. I liked the idea that they were saying, oh, Sith have been gone for a long time. And that looks yeah. like a Sith ship. And oh, that, that old man is a Sith. And um, you know, all these things. My only thing I didn't really like about it, which I'm going to have a lot of, I didn't likes tonight. I'm just going to just, I'll change the background Man, to red at some point, Dylan. but I know, <laughs> I know, but I'm, yeah, I'm really <laughs> pulling up violence scum. today. I yeah. did. I did. You woke up on the wrong side of the, <laughs> I think I did guys, but you I, woke up and chose violence. I did today, but at the same time, the only thing I disliked about this was that the Padawan didn't die he lived. Mm. I thought that this story would have taken much more emotional weight if there was a sacrifice to it, Mm. because you have the villain there who very clearly is, is way stronger than this Padawan. Um, and if, if he had it, if he had have actually killed him, I think I would have been like, okay, this dude needs to die. And like, he already needed to like to die because he's an evil villain. You know, that's just how it goes. He's also really old. Yeah, I mean, that's part of it, too. And I didn't mind him being old. It was just I wished it had done something kind of different. And it's it's no problem. I mean, uh, overall, though, this was my favorite of these last few uh, in this last half, if you will. It's my favorite for Mm -hmm. sure and really, really enjoyed it. So I'm going to open the floor back up to whoever else wants to go. I was just going to say real quickly, sorry. I do think that this episode probably spoke more to people like me and DJ that aren't anime experts but more so just are the star warsy people i think sure. this of the four is probably the most in your face this is star wars kind of kind of story and, and i think maybe that's why at least for me and dj this yeah. one was our favorite of the last four this is the most star wars episode for yeah. sure in my opinion it is because i mean the first five episodes i guess the most star wars out of those would probably be episode five uh yeah. the ninth jedi yeah. So, I mean, it, it, that one brought a lot of lightsaber aspect. It had literally had the speeder, mm-hmm. it had the speeder bikes. It had going, g- flying up to there, the robot, the opening up and mm-hmm. him coming out of the robot. It just, I feel like it had much more Star Wars feel to it than any of the other episodes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. That's a good take. Yeah. Jakob. Uh, Jakob. <laughs> Hawking up loogies again this week. <laughs> um, I'm trying to, I've, I've been trying to remember, uh, is this the only episode that we've had that's pre like episode one possibly hmm. maybe that's a i good didn't question. even think about that it's legends <laughs> it's legends <laughs> well i i think you might be onto something there jacob i think it is probably the only one that predates phantom menace which this one could be canon <laughs> and you know it could even be 
legends. <laughs> I thought you had something great and it just died. It, on it, but honestly, it could be like KOTOR. It could be like Old Republic stuff. And yeah. so yeah. like, yeah. it could be era before Qui-Gon, like uh, at least around Count Dooku's era whenever he was actually a Jedi. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could, it could be that era. Yeah. Yeah. Based on the way they talk um, and the way they say stuff about the Sith Order and the Jedi Order, just stuff like that. Right. Um, I love the fight, the fighting scenes. Um, I love the action in that episode. Uh, gosh, uh, like the way that the Padawan tosses the lightsaber at the Sith <laughs> and he has to react to that, but his lightning is holding mm. uh, the Jedi Master's lightsaber he turns it off and then he puts it to his chest and then turns it back on. I thought that was so awesome. Didn't expect (laughs) it to go that quick, but that was a good way to make it quick, you know? Yeah. Um, And another thing about this episode that I came away with is it could definitely have a sequel because now they've encountered this Sith who claimed to not really be part of the Sith because they were destroying themselves. He was like a breakaway, but now they're like wondering where did he come from? How was he so powerful? You know, and it could easily have a sequel trying to find answers to those questions. I like it. Yeah, that's a good call. That's a definitely a great call. And I actually kind of have that, that similar thought uh, with our next episode here. And that is, Lop, is that how you say that that yes, bunny's Lop. that bunny's name? Lop, Lop and Ocho, uh, our fourth episode or our third episode for tonight, and I believe it's episode eight. I, for one, my biggest takeaway is I always like a story that expands on the idea that family doesn't necessarily mean blood. Uh, I mean, again, okay, here we go. I'm Game of Thrones. Everybody knows Jon Snow. <laughs> I don't want to get into spoilers. I, I just I like <laughs> stories that that take families take in somebody and and they are part of their family. Now Mm -hmm. I I like that idea. So I really enjoyed that aspect of this episode. Also in here, I put the emotional ending. It's always interesting whenever a uh, sister or brotherly kind of duel happens and they go separate ways and, and they don't see eye to eye. It just makes me think if me and Jacob were ever like that, like how would it go down? But we'll never, that'll never be the case. You know, Jacob, I'll always love you. Uh, But I also in here, I put in here sequel, you know, I think that these two could continue to see uh, things go down between them. So I think these back to back episodes here could do have potential to get sequels. Those were my big takeaways with uh, and Ocho. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Facts. (laughs) I definitely think that this one could do do with a sequel. Um because I know that there's so many people out there that enjoy this kind of animation style. And for me watching it, it reminded me a lot of that classic anime movie spirited away, which is about my only anime experience. (laughs) And, and truth be told, you know, I'm not, I'm not an anime fan, you know, by like the grand scheme of things. I enjoy this because it's star Wars, but you know, for me, this is another one of those things that I really actually enjoyed quite a bit. But right my on. one, but my one negative thing, it's freaking Lola Bunny. I, I just, there must be something in anime with rabbits. I'm just missing. No, no. Okay. I guess not. <laughs> I just, I just didn't like that. It was a rabbit. And 
I think I could have it could have been better with a different alien species. I, I something that okay. was more well known to Star Wars, which is probably me being what Star a tr- what a Trandoshan. Well, yeah, I oh my Trandoshan. I would have thought that was great. Well, I just didn't like the rabbit. Everything else Von I loved. Royal Farm Boy in the chat was talking about earlier when I think when we were doing yeah, our yeah, general was, giveaways, yeah. he he mentioned that Lop is a Lepi, which is the same race as Jackson the Green Rabbit. Uh, all, my yeah. only familiarity with Jackson is the the toy that was released recently. I yeah. haven't seen him in anything he's else. Been That's in a just few, me like, personally. Comics what is this? Like that. <laughs> he's he's so, getting his phone he's out. Like, he's like, I need to look this, this up. up. <laughs> me yeah, too. I remember seeing it and thinking even Jack's, uh, Jackson, I thought that is dumb. I just, look, There's I tell people all the time, I like Star Wars, but like I like certain things within Star Wars. You know, like... Mm-hmm an example i don't want a, a plastic baby toy with darth vader on it you know i'd like an action figure as i said at the top of the show and so thinking about gavin's looking at him and it, it just it's bugs bunny i mean it's just bugs bunny in a flat suit. and then this is lola bunny with a viewfinder which and the truth be told like i said i like everything about this episode mm-hmm. except that it was a rabbit and it takes me out of the story because rabbits are from earth not you know, you don't see rabbits in Star Wars. Oh, so that's so it funny. Just, it, it threw me okay, off. Okay, so it's legends. I know it's legends, <laughs> but I just, it, it still bugs me. And I, I'm, I don't want to keep being the downer tonight. Well, humans but are I'm from kinda, Earth. Well, you're going to be. Yeah, but, you know, they're already in Star Wars, so rabbits aren't it's just weird i don't know i just it wasn't for me again and yeah I, but are rabbits that run like humans in on earth nah maybe <laughs> i don't know <laughs> somewhere <laughs> so this isn't really a takeaway from the episode but it kind of alluded to me but i mean clearly she has some kind of connection to the force because i mean yeah you can she can wield the lightsaber yeah. pretty decently she and did I mean, like that, a force pull yeah oh yeah lots she of did. great force stuff she did yeah. with um, no but, training do you think that she's Fantastic. able legends it's legends do you think she's able to jump on her own and make those huge jumps and falls because of the force or do you think it's because mm. of her being a lepi a rabbit <laughs> i think it's because she's a lepi okay i'm gonna talk to you two um, <laughs> do you guys think it's a it's a lepi thing or if it's a shut up i said it's a lepi. <laughs> i don't know i said it's a lepi um <laughs> Let's go with the force. Let's go with the force. It's always okay. the force. It's always okay. the force. It's always the force. Well, I mean, Trandoshans can <laughs> jump and do stuff pretty high. So, I mean, like That's jump true. pretty high at their athletic. Dungans can also jump pretty high. And then he was, he was very instrumental in the Lego Star Wars video games. Yeah. Scream when he died. <laughs> oh my man, this is going down a this is going down a deep hole here. So it's going down a rabbit trail. Oh, oh. <laughs> there you go. It's going down a lefty trail. Good job. <laughs> like that, Jacob, what are your thoughts? Jacob, what are your thoughts on uh this episode? Um, I like it. I you know, hmm, it might be number five for me. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Number five uh, out of the entire thing. Yeah. Okay. okay. Middle of the yeah. pack. Mine's top three, but really, yeah. I I love right Lava on. Mocho. I think it's a really really good episode. But okay, that's also yeah. me being more the anime side. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean that animation is gorgeous. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. I want to keep looking at that. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, 
we have one final episode to discuss, and I'm not 100% sure how to pronounce this final episode. So help me out if I Akakiri. butcher this. Akakiri. Okay. Or Akikiri. Either one. Okay. Akakiri. Either, it's Akakiri. Either one. Either one. Uh, big takeaways for me with this final one is something, and I verbally said this out loud as me and Jake were watching it. I love the little storm graphic that they had, like the black kind of rain or whatever it was. Uh, when that storm was going through as they were going up the mountain mm. or whatever, I loved that visual. But yeah. then outside of that, my only other takeaway was it definitely gave me, obviously, Padme and Anakin vibes as far as him going to the dark side to save the person that he loved. Uh, and other than that, though, I, I do kind of have to say for some reason, maybe it's just because it was the last episode. I, I, I was wanting more, maybe only because... I, I mentally thought, oh, it's the last one. They're about to full, full send. It's going to be great. It's going to be epic. But with that said, though, I mean, it is, in a sense, a Star Wars story. That is, at its core, what George Lucas was telling when he did the prequels. So it, you can't sit here and say, oh, that story is not Star Wars whatsoever, because that is Anakin and Padme just with anime form those were my general takeaways uh with this episode i was a little disappointed i guess only because i wanted it to end with a bang just like it started with a bang uh with that ronin episode those were my thoughts well i'll go ahead and go next i guess Uh, i really liked this story quite a bit you know as far as the last episode goes yeah it ends kind of a a bummer but you know fast forward to back to 2005 or I say rewind is what I should say, you know, we at the time were not uh, expected to get any more star Wars stories. So to see revenge of the Sith end kind of not necessarily in a, on a low note, cause you know, it did end on a high note in that it connects to episode four, but yeah. at the same time, you know, it still was really good and it's okay that it ended on kind of a low note uh, as far as visions goes. And so for me, the only like real, like, bad thing to me was the music um i told him it it sounded like raindrops on bongos which that's cool and i didn't like that i I I think i think him saying that like raindrops on bongos that just sounds cool and that's i think the percussion player in you really coming out yeah but like and i play drums too but like in a very different sense than what he does but so it just to me i was like (laughs) i don't the only thing I didn't like, however, I will say the animation style, I thought was really cool. Rem- very reminiscent of the OG Clone Wars episodes. The Tartoski yeah. Clone Wars. Yes. I thought was great. That's yeah. exactly. Okay, so I was go just ahead, literally just going to talk about those two things. So it looked exactly like the original Clone Wars series to me. Mm-hmm. And so, especially with Anakin, and, like the way Anakin looks versus this Jedi in this episode, and you were literally yeah. just correlating him to uh, uh, Anakin. Anakin and uh, Padme, right? And so it's a really weird correlation, though, because no one considered that to be anime. It was just it was just a cartoon. But yeah, when but when anime. you think about it, it, it really looks like anime. It does. And yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> well, I do think that that episode, too, could get a sequel. I mean, we could oh, yeah. see uh, that characters. Yeah. I don't remember his name. Uh, the, the Jedi that ends up going to the dark side. We could see, yeah. you know, his journey going to that dark path, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. But that is Star Wars Visions. And I guess in a sense to kind of close this out as a whole, by far, in my opinion, Star Wars Visions was very, very, very successful. Uh, yes. Again, bringing the anime style to Star Wars 
I think one of my first tweets about it, it's just seamless. Like these two go hand in hand mm-hmm. and, and I'm surprised it took this long. I'm thankful though, that Lucasfilm Disney ended up green lighting this project and allowing it to happen. And I hope they do continue to do it because I do think thematically there are so many like key lessons to be learned that they can tell in anime form that they can't necessarily tell in other forms. And I think that's probably my biggest appreciation for this series is it it touched on so much like real world kind of things that just kind of hit at you, Mm -hmm. but you don't really necessarily think about it because you're watching it in this fun, cool anime form. But whenever you sit back and really dive into it, you realize how serious these kind of shows can get. And I love that about Star Wars Visions. And I do think we will eventually get more because I do Mm -hmm. think they're going to see that it was a a success. Let's go to DJ next. What are your final thoughts on Star Wars Visions as a whole? I want season two. I mean, I know tonight I was kind of the downer over here, but, (laughs) you know, at, at the same time, all of these stories, I think all of them honestly could have a sequel. Mm-hmm. And wh- while Lucasfilm is bringing in anime into into Star Wars and like, you know, as you put it, these two things are meant to be together. They're meant to be, you know, really kind of like a marriage because it's no secret. George Lucas has pulled from Japanese culture oh, yes. um, and his, mm-hmm. to be influenced to do Star Wars, not to mention Mark Hamill lived for a time in his childhood in Japan. And, you know, we got to think, okay, there's even more influence that we may not realize um, that is into Star Wars that Mark Hamill could have put into that. Um, And who knows where else. So for me, looking at it's like all the way down into like the philosophy of Star Wars. It really is. It's very much in the DNA of Star Wars. And Mm -hmm. so for me to see it come into this animated form to me makes all the sense in the world and i think it's perfect and i can't wait until they i hope really do hope there's a season two and to add on to that mark hamill thing uh he was actually in an anime he was also in in given Mm -hmm. he was also in the animated batman series yeah yeah but he was in one of the studio ghibli movies called castle in the sky he was the main he was the main villain and i didn't know that he has one of the best voice acting jobs ever in that movie. And I, I love listening to Mark Hamill's voice, especially whenever it comes oh, to this absolutely. stuff. Huh. He has a great voice for animation. So as far for me, as far as it goes for me, I, I visions is fantastic. I can't wait for more stories. I hope they do more stories and it would mean, I think a lot to a lot of people if they did. Yeah. All right, Gavin, what are your thoughts overall final thoughts on star Wars visions? I, I agree that, all of them could have a have a sequel but what i want them to do is i want the good ones to have a sequel episode one five eight and maybe the uh the bride i can't remember what that episode's the called village oh the village bride yeah. that one could also have a sequel Love that. those were the best episodes one to, let alone to have a sequel let alone out of the series yeah mm-hmm. to, to me they were and so I just, I really, really hope we get a season two. Yeah. I kind of like what you said though. Like I don't necessarily want us to restrict ourselves with only telling sequels with the stories we've seen. I want them to give us new stuff too Mm -hmm. in this next and upcoming season. I don't want them to feel like, Oh, we have to, Oh, match episode one with our first one in season two match episode two with our second one in season two. I don't want them to feel like they have to do that. 
because I do like the freshness, the newness that this first season brought us. So I agree yeah. with you, Gavin. Make a sequel for the ones that deserve it. Uh, and yes. then just let those one-offs be great in their own one-off form and, and tell some new stories. Jacob, what are your final thoughts on Star Wars Visions? I'm so glad that we got this. Um, yes. I'm so glad. And I'm going to keep watching it just for the stories and for the animation and just to look at for my own uh, artistic uses um inspiration and all that and i'm so glad that we got this you know for you and dj uh and for all of us just so we could see what star wars could be in this kind of uh you know art form medium you know yeah yeah Yeah. i'm so glad that we could see each episode in its own sort of you know art um and so many different stories that are new and we got so much good new contact it could be legends but it's still so good you know and um legends i want to <laughs> yeah i want to see more uh just like everyone here and i'm sure just like so many other people out there um so grateful that we got this though. yeah Dude, you summed it up perfectly. Well, listen, we are, I'm first of all, I'm so appreciative of of Jacob and Gavin doing this with us because like I've said before, I don't think we get that anime expertise from me and DJ. Uh, We could probably, me and DJ probably would have spent, I don't know, one episode talking about all nine, but I'm (laughs) glad that you two were here to help us (laughs) dive deeper into the stories and uh, that platform and that uh, artistic style some more. But we with all of that down and out, again, remember, subscribe on YouTube if you haven't. Yes. We have a lot of fun on that platform. <laughs> and uh, check us out Grab on social like. medias, at Mando Talk, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, and TikTok. And also Discord. Click that link that's in the description. If you want to come and have some more chats about Visions and just Star Wars in general, uh, we would love to have you. So let me pass this to Gavin. Any final thoughts uh, that you just want to say about, you know, this pat these past two episodes of, of talking about Star Wars visions. Specifically these past two episodes or, or just anything, man. Just any final thoughts I, you want to say. I want I want an album of the music that they used for or at least the OPs for the uh like all of these episodes. Okay. I yeah. I want I want more music. And that's just me. But if we could get like a legitimate intro for Star Wars Visions without just being mm. a little bit of the brass intro with the sure. lightsaber yeah. sound effect in the back, I would love to see an actual like music side of this. Because oh, I've seen yeah. several yeah, like openings for Star Wars, like especially A New Hope. There's some, there's a dude out there. I can't remember his name, but he did an entire re- reiteration of the trailer for A New Hope, but in, but in anime. And it looks and sounds fantastic. No, I want it to, dude. I want it to be like a like the opening of an anime show. I would love that. (laughs) All right. Well, Jacob, anything else you want to tell the Mando Talk audience as we head out of here this Um, week? I just love Star Wars Visions. (laughs) Fair (laughs) enough. Fair enough on that right there. All right, DJ. Any final thoughts from you? very glad that we were able to do this again with our brothers mm-hmm. and shout out to my brother. That's not here. Brock, who's chilling at home. I imagine just 
being 13. I don't know what 13 year olds do anymore. I play Fortnite. For, hey, there's no shame in playing <laughs> Fortnite. All right. Maybe for some, not for me. But yeah. anyway, um, you know, Visions has been great. And I, I, I'm with Gavin. I think a musical album will be great. I will always skip the one music piece that sounds like raindrops on bongos. But even then, I would I would love the rest. Shut up! I would love the the rest of the music, and I think it'd be fantastic if they did that. But besides that, I, I have very little else to say um, except just may the for- may the force be with y'all, and yeah. uh, that's it. <laughs> yeah. No, and and I appreciate so much uh, you three here with us, and also those of you that are that are listening, watching, however you're taking us in. It's, it's very humbling. I say that all the time, but it is, it's humbling that somebody wants to listen to our opinions on star Wars, uh, because yes. there's so many great people out there that talk about this franchise. And I'm just glad that you listen to my voice as far as talking and to DJ's voice and Gavin's voice, and Jacob's voice mm-hmm. talking about star Wars. It's, it's pretty incredible. And with that said, Let's get out of here. Uh, We will see you next week on Mando Talk to bring you more Star Wars content. And until then, as always, we have spoken.